Well, hello everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Knowing Jesus is what this series is about, but knowing Jesus is what life is about. And there are many people who have no knowledge of Jesus. They have no experience of Jesus, have had no encounter of Jesus in their life. There are other people who realize that that knowing Jesus is important, but they have a limited understanding of who Jesus is. And there are other people who are growing in an ever deepening relationship with Jesus. Wherever you are today, I want to say to you, knowing Jesus and knowing the plan of God for our lives is the most important thing of all things in life. We're going to go to John chapter 10, verse 1. And I'm going to read my favorite verse of scripture in a moment and we'll build up to it. But this is why we're doing this series and why all the things that we've looked at so far, how they fit in to knowing who Jesus is. There's so much we can say in this series, uh, but this is really important. And so we're going to read from John chapter 10. And I'm going to talk today about why are we doing this series? What's the point? And, And this is critical. So let's go to verse one. And it says this. Very truly, I tell you, Anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate but climbs in by another way is a thief and a bandit. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gateholder opens, the gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls out his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he's brought out all of his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They'll not follow a stranger, but they will run from the Uh, him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. Now, Jesus was using an analogy that they would have understood. Shepherds in their day were quite common. Often people had a few sheep, but those sheep were kept in at night in a uh, a communal pen, you might say, and uh, communal area to protect them from wolves and And from other things that would have killed them or stolen them. And so they were put into one place, but each of them had their own sheep. And the shepherd would go out during the day and he would be with the sheep all day. And the sheep knew him. The sheep knew the sound of his voice. And so when he called, they would come to him. And even if he called to a group of sheep, the other sheep didn't know him. And and so the shepherd was critical. Well, Jesus uses this analogy to say, I'm the good shepherd. I've come. My sheep know me and I know them, but they don't understand. And so Jesus goes on and he says to them in verse seven, uh, well, end of verse six, it says, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. Verse seven. So again, Jesus said to them, very truly, I tell you, I'm the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and bandits, but the sheep did not listen to them. I'm the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. What Jesus is saying is this, the key to the fullness of life, the key to heaven, the key, the entryway, to to experiencing God in this life and the next is Jesus. Jesus is the gate. Jesus is the only one who will lead us to the Father. Jesus is alone the gate. Jesus is the gate. And he goes on and he says, 
the thief comes only to steal and to kill and destroy. Who's the thief? Well, the thief are those things in our lives that distract us from the will of God. I recently met with a man who was very, very, very successful in business, a very wealthy man, a very good man, a very holy man, even though he wouldn't describe himself like that, I'm sure. He's successful in business in so many ways, creates so much employment, does so much good for so many people. He's using his gifts and and fulfilling his calling. A lot of people aren't called to be who he is. They're called to be other things in their own life. And, and, and we can be distracted by us being distracted into other things that seem more important. There'd be many people I know who would like to be this, like this gentleman who's very wealthy and even powerful. But for many of them, that's not what God's asking of them. God's asking people to be whom he called them to be. And in the world, the world has so many distractions telling us what success is telling us what will keep us happy and yet God is the one God is the one who can truly tell us and it says here the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy to take us away from what God wants for us and Jesus said I came that they may have life and have it abundantly that's my favorite line in the Bible you know I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Another translation says, I came that they may have life and have it to the full. The whole purpose of Jesus' coming on the earth is that we could have it to the full abundantly. Another translation says, I came that you may have life more abundantly. And what's more abundantly? More abundantly than what just we experience is to live at that spiritual realm, is to see the eternity that is waiting for us. And so Jesus is the gate. And so as we've in these days been talking about various aspects of Jesus, as Jesus walks through the scriptures, as we talk in the scriptures about who Jesus is, and we look at various things he said and how he acted and what he did, we get an insight into Jesus who's the gate. Jesus who is the way to the Father. Jesus who is the way to eternity. And so each day in this series, daily devotional series, what we're doing is we're looking at different aspects to build our understanding, our relationship with Jesus, who is the gate, who is the gate. And then he goes on in verse 11 and he says, I'm the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep, which is exactly what Jesus did, didn't he? Jesus died for us. The hired hand, who's not the shepherd, doesn't, who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away and the wolf snatches them and scatters them. All those other things that are distractions from the perfect will of God for us will never fulfill us, will never fulfill us. The hired hand runs away because a hired hand does not care for the sheep. I'm the good shepherd, Jesus says. I know my own and my own know me just as the Father know me, knows me and I know the Father and I lay down my life for the sheep. So what does it say? So what, what is the point of a series like this? It's that in our prayer, we would come to know Jesus, the good shepherd, who is the good shepherd to us each individually in our own places. That's what we're doing in this series. I came that you might have life and have it abundantly. That's what we're trying to do every day. So every day, as we look at different aspects of Jesus, Ask the question, do you know Jesus? Do you know that Jesus? 
in your life. That's what we're trying to do in this series. And it is just amazing how deeper and deeper and deeper it is. Well, finally, as we conclude today, uh, I want to ask you if you would help me financially to stand and to proclaim the gospel. I ask every week, if you will, and I'm not embarrassed to ask because I realize that the scriptures tell me that my job is to ask. Uh, That's what the scriptures tell me, to put the need before the body of Christ. There are so many people who don't know who Jesus is. There are many of you who have husbands and wives, who have sons and daughters who don't know who Jesus is and are living life less abundantly, less full because they don't know Jesus. That is the urgent call of the church and of the scriptures for us to do. And there are many of you who listen now, uh, who have come to to be part of this and uh, have been blessed by it, you tell me, you've come to know Jesus. I want to ask you, would you help me? I can't do this by myself. I can't stand here with all of the stuff that happens around me uh, and, and how far it goes to so many people without help. I need help. And what you do is you make it possible for people to give their lives in service so that we can reach more and more people. And together we do ministry together. I'm asking today, would you help me? I want to say in particular, if you, if, if you would support us on a monthly basis, become one of our Faith Builder partners. It doesn't matter how much you give, small or large, it's up to you. But every month to give something so that we can rely on this, so that we can be certain of our steps going forward. I want to thank all of you, but for anyone who contributes at all, we're very grateful. And to uh, I call everyone who contributes regularly a Faith Builder partner, because that's what you are. You're building faith in people. And I'm very grateful. You can go to this address on the screen or the Give tab. It's important today. Your support and your prayer today may be the most important thing that you do today because it will change the lives of others. Why don't we pray? Loving Father, I thank you today that you're with us. I thank you today, Lord God, that you hear our prayer. Allow us, Lord, to know you, Jesus, more the gate into our life. And Lord, allow us to make that gate be known and seen by other people for it's the greatest gift that we could give to another person on on planet earth the knowledge of you who came that we might have life and have it to the full and father we make this prayer in the name of jesus through the power of your holy spirit amen god bless you all everybody see you tomorrow and don't forget wherever you are god is never far from you